Hello friends and listeners, my name is AK and welcome to my podcast. We are about to discuss the idea of deloading, we're going to find out what it is, how to do it and what happens to me when I do it. The goal of deloading is adequate recovery through a reduced training load. Any reduction in training will do as long as your overall volume of training is reduced by 40-60%. to 60%. This reduction can be achieved through lifting lighter weights, doing cardio instead of weight training, or another form of physical exercise entirely. I've been training roughly five times a week for three months now, each session increasing in volume from the last. It's time I took a rest period and deloaded. On the one hand, I'm looking forward to the extra rest and reduced exercise, but on the other hand, the gym is my second home, how I stay healthy and happy. Hopefully I can stay both of these things without it. Keeping track of my weight and appetite is important, but I'm also interested in changes to my physical appearance and any effects on me and my life. I don't expect to see any weight gain other than some slight fluctuations, as I will be doing some exercise and my diet won't be changing. Day 1. I woke up at 7 in the morning, actually looking forward to having no gym and being able to get on with other things, such as my website. The weather didn't help to keep my spirits up. It was grey and looked like a downpour of rain was due. I weighed in at 653 kilograms before breakfast and felt well energised after breakfast. By lunchtime I was pretty tired and I took a nap soon afterwards. Not unusual, but not expected either given the lack of physical exercise on this day. My appetite was seemingly normal and I wasn't missing the gym. Yet. I took to the comforts of my sheets around 10pm. Day 2. Starting to question how I'm going to survive without the post-relaxation that comes from slamming weights around in the gym and blasting heavy rap into my ears. I'm planning to do some physical exercise. Some trees by the side of the driveway need to be trimmed and the gutters on the sides of the driveway need to be dug out and cleared, as they have been trashed by the downpour of rain. I weighed in at 66 kilograms and felt energised. The problem is, when I feel energised, the gym is usually what I look forward to, but not today. My physique looked normal. If anything, I feel smaller due to a lack of pump. Bedtime came soon enough. I was happily asleep by 10.30pm. Day 3. Awake at 6 in the morning. The early start seemed to increase my tiredness, but this was solved once I took the first sip of my coffee. There's almost nothing better than the feeding of a coffee addiction on a sunny but misty morning. The months of training were finally catching up. I could feel it. I worked through the tiredness, mowing the lawn and cleaning the Airbnb room in preparation for some guests, but I could barely keep my eyes open by the afternoon. A nap was needed for sure. I managed to shovel a bit of food down the hatch, even though my appetite was very low and I hit the sack by 9pm. Day 4. Similar to day 3, and not worth taking the time to say. Day 5. Awake at 6.30 in the morning. Not sure why I bother saying in the morning. I'm obviously not waking up at 6.30pm. Energy is high, weighing in at 66.3 kilograms. Up until this point, I've been eating just about enough. But it's time to eat more. More meaning roughly 4,000 calories in total. Exercise for the day consisted of moving heavy rocks and some wheelbarrowing, enough to get the muscles working. I am finding that I have less energy to do things since I stopped going to the gym. There is something about working out that gets the blood and adrenaline flowing. My appetite grew throughout the day. By 9pm I was wrapped up in a blanket, and I guess I have to mention that I binge ate. I scoffed down a packet of salt and vinegar chips followed by a magnum ice cream, and by 10pm I was full and asleep. Day 6. By now the gym is the last thing on my mind. I wake up and drink my coffee while reading Jitterbug Perfume by Tom Robbins. Afterwards, I have my breakfast. 
I head to town and chill out for the rest of the day, doing a bit of work on the old website. I meandered my way through the evening and fell happily asleep on my bed by ten. My physique is looking nicer. I have a new roundness to my shoulders and biceps. The extra rest has helped me recover nicely. Day seven. Yes, the last day of the deload. You'd think I would be excited to go back to the gym and work out, but as I said before, the gym is now the last thing on my mind. I have fallen out of the mindset of revolving the first part of my day around the gym and looking forward to doing so. I weighed in at 65 kilograms today, down from the previous days despite the increase in food intake. Just goes to show that eating a lot one day doesn't mean that you will weigh more the next. Much like yesterday, I meander my way through the day doing some food shopping in the morning and some hill runs and pull-ups in the afternoon. I am excited to conclude the deload week on a high note. My appetite is good and I don't feel tired. Time to get a good night's sleep before tomorrow's gym session. Day 8. Back at the gym. Finally. Not gonna lie, don't feel like going at all. But despite this, I get ready and head off after having breakfast. I weigh in at 66.7 kilograms. I wouldn't say I felt tired, but if I didn't have music, I really would have struggled through the session. Probably something to do with not going for a week. It was a push session. For the most part, it went smoothly. I realised I had been slacking as far as upper chest goes. It has always been a weak point, so I adjusted my routine. I now do two sessions where I devote a few sets to upper chest. All the muscles I worked had delayed onset muscle soreness. A result of a week off of the gym. Day 9. Second day back at the gym. Yesterday's lack of interest in the gym is carried over today. In fact, the rainy day made it hard to get out of bed at all. I would have happily laid there until 9am. But it's 7 in the morning, and I'm having my coffee. Appetite is high. Coming back to the gym after a deload week has definitely had an increase on my appetite. I headed to the gym not looking forward to it. Prepared, but not looking forward to it. Leg day. Started off with squats, and then some hamstring work. After that, some gauntlet squats, box jumps, and ab work. Energy was high. I didn't feel tired during or after training, which was good. Also, my mind was clear, and I felt good. I am once again remembering why I go to the gym. Two days of training recaps is enough to see the benefits of the deload week and conclude this podcast. At the beginning of the deload week, the months of training caught up to me quickly, resulting in tiredness and a lot more sleep. Towards the end of the week, my appetite evened out and I regained a lot of energy. It was hard to motivate myself for the gym sessions after so long off, but once I did, the sessions went really well. My strength rebounded quickly and I feel that the deload week has prepared me well for my next section of training. My weight fluctuated, but there was no sense of losing or gaining weight. My physique benefited from the deload week. My body has become more round. If you are considering a deload week in whatever form, I say it's important to consider the volume, intensity, and consistency of your training. If you train inconsistently and not very intensely, then I wouldn't consider deloading. But if you train consistently with a high intensity and have been doing so for around two or three months, I'd say deloading is a good idea. It's a good way to reset and jump into a new routine fresh off the bench. By the way, go follow my fitness Instagram at young and lean, no capitals, to see what I look like and what I do. Thanks for listening. Peace out.